Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Okay, so I did some deep diving the other day, like in like just the corners of my mind, because I remember, I remember like it was gotta be like 2000, 2001, I was watching this movie on MTV. Now this is back when boy bands were like the big deal. Like they were huge. Like, like I mean, BTS is huge right now, but like, like boy bands back then were like huge. Like every type of boy band, which is like so, so, so big. And there were so many of them. Like they were always like, coming up with new members and I mean I'm not really like that like I don't really I can't tell you too much about BTS I know all their names um I know a few of their songs but I'm not like a huge fan never gonna never gonna pretend that I am I like some of their music but I'm not a huge fan of them um but I remember back in the day like all the boy bands were big at one point we had like 90 degrees and stink backstreet boys three you know three uh, not 311 um who are they um uh, five, so many guys, so many boy groups. Well, MTV decided to capitalize off of that, all their success and do this band called Together. And Together had a movie and not only did they have a movie, they had a TV series, which I guess spanned like almost two seasons. And they also went on tour with Britney Spears in 2000, which I was like, shook half. I was shook half. I did not know that Together was that big that they went on tour with Miss Britney Spears. So, Let's get to talking about this movie. So we, I talked about Lou Pearlman back in the day on this, on this podcast, like earlier last year, um, talking about a movie he did called Long Shot, which has Britney Spears and Stink. I'm always going to say that, say Matt. Um, uh, LFO, just so many other people that he managed or was like a part of their careers in some weird, creepy way. Yeah, him. Um, well, MTV decided to do sort of a spoof on boy bands and on Lou Pearlman and at first, like, cause I hadn't seen this movie in forever, you guys. I haven't seen this since like 2001. So I forgot about everything except their faces. Cause I remember having like Popstar Magazine, like Teen B Magazine, M Magazine back in the day. And I remember the, one of the guys specifically in a, in a poster that I had. Cause I just thought he was so handsome. So I remember him. It was the guy who plays Jerry. I remember him. And then I remember the guy who plays QT because I had also another like picture of him. Like, it was like a small picture, not like a full out picture of him. But I remember Jerry specifically because that, that photo in teen magazine was just, who oh girl it was too much. Anyway. So anyways, so yeah, I remember together like kind of briefly, but I thought like for a while, I thought they, I made them up. I never bothered looking into like what that was. And so I fell down a 90s, 2000s rabbit hole recently and I just started watching Together. And basically, like I said, Together is a spoof on, you know, the 90s. And why I was a little bit like hesitant was because they have this like Lou Pearlman character who I think's name in the movie is Bob Buss. And my issue with him was I don't want a likable Lou Pearlman. I don't. I don't want any likeness of Lou Pearlman to be a nice guy. I want him to always be a creep because he's a creep. So I I was kind of hesitant about like watching the entire movie, but I did watch it. And yes, he is like a Lou Pearlman, a nice sort of Lou Pearlman. But I was able to kind of disassociate with that. At the same time, I was like, I, I side-eye MTV. I always side-eye MTV because of how they treated Britney Spears. Stay, say what you want. And not just her, many other artists too. There were a lot of artists, I think MTV went out of their way to personally diss and dog for no reason. Like, 
Britney Spears was one of their big cash cows. Any like whether they liked her or not, anytime Britney Spears was on something in MTV, like MTV had to promote it, right? That's why MTV had to throw her in the VMAs. They never gave her awards back in the day, but they always had her perform. And she lost out on awards that she actually deserved. Janet Jackson, same thing. Like, but that was a whole Viacom issue. Like, like Viacom, the company, like the president just had an issue with Janet Jackson, period. But he let Justin Timberlake go free. Bitch, fuck you. Anyway. Anyway, so they're doing this boy band movie. And look, this movie has so many problematic things about it. The biggest problematic thing, I we'll get to that. Let's, let's just go from the beginning. So the movie starts out with Lou Pearlman, like a Lou Pearlman-like character who is discovering this boy group. And the song is called, what is it called? What is it? Rub One Out. That's, no, you guys. By the way, this, okay, parental advisory on this episode because we are going to talk about some things in this episode. And mind you, I was a child. I was like 12, 11, 12 when this movie came out. So I know that I knew some of the songs in this movie, but I don't ever remember. I know I sung this. I know I sung it, but I don't remember it, but I'm, I'm sure I did. Um, <laughs> the song is called Rub One Out, something, something, something. Rub one out, girl. Do you want to watch? And I was like, excuse me. The song is all about, it's, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. So <laughs> they're called Whoa. The group is called Whoa. And um, yeah. <laughs> and the Lou Perlman character is managing them, but they have another manager who is basically like, okay, I'm cutting you. I'm cutting ties with you. Whoa is going to be big. We don't need you anymore. And that's kind of how what happens to Lou Perlman and all his boy groups is that eventually over time, the boys decide to leave. Um, I think this movie was around at the time of O-Town. So probably 2001 or like premiered in 2001. I can't remember when O-Town was a thing. I I swear they're like, excuse me, 2001, 2002 is is the time of O-Town. I feel like that's where they're at. Excuse me. I burped. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, it was a total spoof on all these groups. So anyway, so the Lou Pearlman character is kind of down his luck. He ends up, I think he's in LA or New York or somewhere. I don't know where he's at. Um, but there's this guy who's singing on this corner and he's singing terribly, right? But he's got like, his friend is a rapper. He's doing his thing. They're all, because it's a comedy. It's a spoof movie. They're all really bad singers. And he just ends up like talking to this guy named Jerry. So Jerry is going to be like, there's five guys in the group and each guy in the group represents something. So we have like, I guess we'll say the group leader, kind of. We have the the older brother kind of character. We have the bad boy character. We have the shy one. And then we have the cute one. So we have the hot one and the cute one. That's There's a difference, hot one and cute one. Um, And so he goes on a mission to find them. So he finds the hot one, which is Jerry. And Jerry is this guy who has a girlfriend. They're living in LA. I think they have like an apartment together. They're somewhere. And he's like, I'm gonna take you and we're gonna make you a big star. He plans on making him by himself a big solo star. So Jerry's kind of excited. The girlfriend wants to go and Lou Perlman character. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call him Bob. Bob, because that's his name. Bob is like, no, she can't come with us. It's it's like career suicide if you have a girlfriend. And so like they end up almost like breaking up. Like she's like, I'm done with you. It's very dramatic for no reason. Um, but she's worried he's gonna see other girls. So, I mean, it's not it's not dramatic for no reason because this kind of stuff does happen. It can happen, so I guess it's not that dramatic. But it is like a problem. So anyway, um, he takes him, and then they go to this other record ex- record executive, and he's like, "We, I want a boy group. I want another boy group. I'm not doing solo acts right now." So he's like, "Fine, we'll change it up." So he then decides to go on a mission to find the other boys. So he find he goes to this random like. It's almost like a play on like, you know, beauty passions for women where they have to wear 
for, for whatever reason, they want them in a swimsuit, which I've never understood that. Beauty pageants are just trash in general, but it's a guy version and it's like a young guy version. So it's like even more uncomfortable because it's a young guy version um, of it. And so they end up meeting this guy named Chad and he's the shy one. He doesn't want to go on stage. His brother is like pushing him out there. His brother, by the way, is played by Kevin Farley, the brother of Chris Farley, I believe. It must be, they look alike. It has to be him. Um, and so the Lou Perlman character, Bob, is kind of like, okay, I'm going to take Chad because I need him for my boy group. He can kind of sing and he's, he's not bad looking. And then the, you know, the Farley brother is like, well, if you're taking him, you got to take me because we're brothers. I can be the, the big brother type. And so they put braces on him to make him appeal to younger audiences. Cause he's like in his, he's like 34 in this movie, like his character, but he has to be like a teenager or like, you know, like getting out of his teen years so they put it's so ridiculous what they do but, but you know what I was like you know as much as I want to clown this and say it's ridiculous I remember boy groups back in the day like like Brian Brian Kevin from from Factory Boys Joey Fatone from NSYNC every boy Justin from 90 Degrees every boy group has that one that's like significantly or somewhat older than the other boys because like I think the eldest was, in, in NSYNC, for example, the eldest was Joey, and the youngest, I think, was either Justin or Lance. And they were, like, different, because JC and Justin were different in ages, right? I think JC was, like, four years older than Justin, I think, I think. So if he's not even the eldest, and the eldest is, like, is, is Joey, Joey might be anywhere from five to six years older than Justin, which is not as big of a as a dynamic as this group was, but I just thought it was funny. I was like, that's kind of accurate in a way. Um, so they put braces on him and they're, again, they're trying to find all these guys. They're trying to go on this tour. Jerry's trying to talk to his girlfriend because he really misses her, all this stuff. They end up going to this random skate park and they talk about how Chris Rock was discovered in a skate park or some junk. And then they need their fourth member, the bad boy. And that is, I think, Mikey. Mike, Mickey. Mickey is his name. Mickey. And by the way, most of the actors in this movie, you don't see in much. But they have, some of them have been in a few things. The guy who plays Mickey, um, Alex Solowitz, I think is his name. He's been in a few things. I think he was in something Disney once. I don't know. But he's been in some, some things before. Some of the other guys, I don't really recognize outside of this movie. Um... Anyway, so yeah, they find the bad boy. And of course, it's just it's just every kind of cliche that you can think of. It's just absolutely terrible. But they find him at this, at this skate park. And I guess he's like, acts like he's really, really big and bad. He's the tough one in the group. And he's, he's really, really not. It's, it's, it's funny. Lastly, they find, and this is where the problematic stuff comes back in. They find Jason, a, uh, aka QT. And Jason McKnight is... In the movie, he has a terminal illness. And what bothers me about that, what's always bothered me about that, is that the guy who played him, uh, Michael, I can't say his last name, I'm so sorry, but Michael was his, his first name. He actually did suffer from cancer, um, which ended up killing him not too long after filming this movie and going on tour and stuff. Um, yeah, he had really, he had, he, he was a cancer survivor at one point. I think his grandmother was also a survivor at one point too, but he ended up succumbing to his cancer. I think it kept coming back as, as far as I can remember. Um, and so I hated that. Like watching this movie over again and remembering him specifically and seeing how many times they use, like he's got a terminal illness as like a reason to love him. I was like, we've gone too far. We're going too far. Like, and he was about 14 at the time of filming this movie. And so I'm kind of like, 
I'm upset. I'm just, I'm kind of upset. I'm, I'm kind of upset that he's playing a character with a terminal illness. And they use that illness in the movie as like a way to be like, girls will love you because you have a terminal illness. We'll use it to our advantage. And it's like, that is disgusting though. Has that like, and I was like, okay, I know this movie's meant to be comedy and satire, but has that ever been a thing in a boy group? Has anyone ever like, has any manager or, you know, publicist, agent, whatever, use someone's illness as a way to like make people love their client? Like that is disgusting. Like I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad at the fact that this happened and that because he was 14 doing this movie that someone even thought this would be cute for him. Like if I was his parent, I'd be like, this is not, this is not what we're going to do. This is too dark for me. Like, I'm sorry. My son actually has, even if he, even if his cancer was in remission, I'd be like, no, sorry. My son has actually had something that could actually take his life. We're not doing this. Like, but we're not, I'll find you something else to do. You are, you know, you're, you're a cute kid. You can sing, you can act. We'll find you something else. This is just not it. The poor guy, the poor guy went on, like he did a he did a TV, he did a TV series on it. He went on tour with Britney Spears. Like he did all these things and he was suffering. Like at one point it got so bad that his like his lungs, he died because his lungs collapsed, collapsed, I'm sorry, while while being on tour. So I'm just like, are you like it just I mean, but I, I don't know the full, I don't know the full, I, I will say this. I do not know the full story. I do not know what he was okay with and comfortable with and wanted to do. Maybe he wanted that to be, maybe he just wanted to write it out. I, I don't, I, I really could not tell you. I just don't like it. And it's cringe because even, even after the movie, they had a TV series and even on the TV series, they still use his illness. And I just, it, I hate it. I just, I absolutely hate it. Like I love him and I love the work that he was able to put out. And, but I hate this. I hate how irresponsible this kind of feels to me. Like on so many levels, it feels, irre- I, like I don't want to say it feels irresponsible on his family, but it kind of does. But it really feels irresponsible to me on MTV. Cause I'm kind of like, why did you guys allow this? Like, I like I, but I don't know if this was something he wanted to do. And he was like, screw it, I'm going to do it. But I just, it, I, rock in a hard place. Rock in a hard place is where I'm at. Because as much as I remember loving together, like when I was a kid, like, I I feel like maybe I took them out of my mind for a reason. Because I remember getting that issue of, I think it was Popstar Magazine. I think that was Popstar. But I remember getting that issue of Popstar Magazine and reading that he died and then having like a like a cutout, like a picture of him, like, like, a, like a full page picture. Not a centerfold, just a full page picture of him. And like, it was like RIP. And I was like, are you like, what? And I remember the show and I was like, so he was really, really sick. Like this wasn't even like a game. Like this wasn't even funny. Like he was actually, he was, he was a guy who had an illness playing a character who has a terminal illness. This is so crazy. And even in one of the episodes, like I only got like to episode four before I like shut it off, but like Mandy Moore's in one of the episodes and like she was like trying to become a big thing at the time and she and him have like a moment in one of the episodes because he's like really like into her. It just, it just felt really, it was just really sad. It was just, it was really sad. But I mean, but if he was fine with it, then I guess I have to be fine with it too. But I, I, no, I can be fine with it for him. I'm not fine with it for myself. It's actually quite tragic in my, in my personal opinion, because I thought like maybe he, cause I remember he died, but I didn't remember how long after the, and that's the crazy thing is like, he died so soon after filming wrapped on the first movie, after the TV series had wrapped the, the first season. Um, and then they went on tour. 
with Britney. So he was booked. He was booked. And that's why I'm like, why is, is someone who has an illness, why are they booked like this? This is crazy booked. And like, it goes back to what I think about like Chadwick Boseman about how, how sick he was for a long time. And I'm not saying that you're, if you're sick, you shouldn't work. I'm never going to say that. Never, ever. You should be doing what you want to do with, with your life. But that is like the fact that he was a teenager and it, like at the end of the day, like it's still kind of his parents call or someone's call to be like, listen, I think you're doing too much right now. I think you have a lot on your plate. You have you're fighting a whole illness inside of your body. Like your body's got to be tired. And here you are filming and and singing and dancing because you have to learn routines. And then you're also doing a concert tour with the biggest pop star at the time. Like this is a lot for you. Maybe we shouldn't do so. Maybe we should cut out something. Maybe cut out, maybe cut out the tour, right? The other four guys can tour, I guess, like, or have a stand-in. But there's no need for you to do all this. Like, this just feels, this just felt like, like, so, like, even just me talking about it, I'm like, dude, that would be overwhelming for me. I would be so overwhelmed having to do all of that. And then on top of the fact that, like, your body is literally fighting to save you. That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. And it just breaks my heart that he died at such a young age. But I mean, even though he died at such a young age, he had like, what an experience for him though. Seriously, what an experience that he got to do a movie, a TV series, an album. Like, you know, like it's just, it's it's sad. It's sad, but it's also like, that's kind of awesome too, that he got to live out one of his dreams. I mean, I mean, I hope this was a dream for him. I hope this this gig was a dream come true for him, that he was able to like do something that he enjoyed. But it's just, it's really sad. Anyway, getting back to the movie. So they, he finds all the boys. He's like, cool, I have this boy group, you know? And then of course, because it's, it's a movie and, and for time reasons, they end up like doing these ridiculous, these ridiculous shows with these ridiculous outfits. They're in fat suits. They're in just random clothing. It's just, and Jerry always has to be like, like semi-naked in the movie always because it's, it's Jerry. He's like the hot one. So he always has to have that. So Jerry is like the leader of the group, but a lot of people like QT. And so he ends up being like Lou Perlman characters, like like go-to guy to sing, which bothers Jerry. Jerry kind of gets on his high horse. They end up breaking up, um, or at least Jerry ends up leaving. He goes back to LA to, to be with his girlfriend. And then um, after that, um, we get to see the band Woe again, because Woe is going to put on this concert. That's, that's what this movie's about. Sorry, it's about Lou Perlman's character, Bob, putting, on, uh, putting together a boy group in a certain amount of days to go up against his ex-boy group, Woe, to see who's the better group. So, Woe kind of gets off a tour bus. They go into this, like, this this liquor store, gas station, whatever, and they're completely rude. They're all jerks. They're jerks to the, the person at the register. They're jerks to the fan. And that's when, like, the fan who went, like... So, the boys put on a show. Uh, the boys of Together put on a show um, in this, like... I want to say it's like a spelling bee and it goes haywire. It just goes crazy. But the girl remembers them from the spelling bee, the, the fan. And she's like, wow, what was really rude to me? But you guys are so nice to me. Like, I'd rather be a fan of you guys. The guys of woe and the guys are together get into this like stupid little fight. And then the guys of woe leave. And so they kind of have like a, like a following now. So they're excited because they're like, we lost our main member, but we were sticking together. And because this girl huh, together, but because this girl believes in us, we have to do the show. We weren't going to do the show. Now we're going to do the show. So big show comes and the Lou Perlman characters like, we're not going to do it because we're missing a member. And also like, there's like this, this, the, the promoters of the show, I guess, or the people who are running the show did not tell like 
they weren't informed that the together was going to perform. So they're going to go straight to the main event, which is the band of Woe. Well, they find out that Woe lip syncs their music and it's another band that sings for them. So Jerry and his girlfriend come back into the picture. They're like, hey, we want to fix things, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we're going to be ourselves. We don't want to do this like formula, you know, this formula boy group thing, even though they end up becoming that. Um, and the girlfriend finds out that the guys of, of Will Lip Sync, so she sabotages them. So she sabotages them. They find out that they can't sing. They get booed off the stage. It's very um, Millie Vanilli, basically, situation type deal. And then the guys of Together perform, and it's a big deal, and everybody loves them, and they become, like, superstars at the end of the movie. What's interesting, though, is that a lot of, like, actual boy groups, I think, took offense to the film, and not only took offense to the film, but didn't take them seriously until... There was no choice but to take them seriously because they were like actually blowing up. And I mean, they had MTV behind them because MTV was doing like they would show up on TRL. They do this, that, and the third. They were getting a TV series after that because the movie was that big. So it was hard to not take them seriously because I, I thought they were like a punny group anyway. I didn't take them seriously, but it turns out they really did have a whole fan base behind them because I had, again, I had no idea or no recollection that they went on tour with Britney Spears, but that was her oops that did it again tour. So by that time, she had sold about 22 million records just off of her first two albums because oops sold 10 million at the time and Baby One More Time was selling 12 million at the time. So she had sold about 20 million records right then and there, right? And that's like, Around the time of the tour, we had Oops, we had Lucky, we had Stronger. She just came off that VMA performance, the striptease performance. And she was already, like, living her best life. So that was, like, if you got on Britney Spears' tour, like, you you must be on your on your freaking way. Because at one point, she was opening up for NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, like, Mandy and all of them were. Like, all the girls at one point opened up for the boys. And then she became that big star to where people were opening up for her, which I love how the circle of things work. I think Destiny's Child also opened up for Britney Spears a few times as well. So it's just kind of like, that is huge though, to have like that kind of stardom where you're like, MTV's backing you, they're giving you a TV show, you're like popping up on TRL. Cause I mean, these like, it's just like, for a spoof boy group to then go on, like to have one of the Farleys, like to be in this group and to go on and do something serious is just, like, I mean, it wasn't serious, but I mean, it kind of got serious if they're running around on stage. But I can't imagine those guys singing, uh, uh, what is it, Rev One Out. I just, did they sing that on stage? Like, because most of their songs are really weird and even perverted. So I can't, which I mean, like, most of the music industry is perverted. Let's just let's talk about it. But like, I can't see going to a Britney Spears concert getting ready to see Britney and five guys on stage talking about rub one out. I can't see that being a thing. So I really don't know what, like, and also that song wasn't theirs. It was the band Woe song. Oh, by the way, the movie was directed by Nigel Dick, who actually does a lot of Britney Spears' videos. He did her, I think, maybe one more time videos sometimes. I mean, crazy. Um, Oops, I did it again. Uh, I think even Lucky, he did a lot of Britney's early work. So he also directed the movie Seeing Double, starring S Club 7. He did Mandy Moore's I Want to Be With You video. He's been around the block with boy groups and stuff for a very very long time and he actually makes an appearance in the film too um but yeah he's the director of the movie so this is a very like this was this is a lot this movie was a lot of things and i'm just really i'm shook i'm really just shook that there was an album i think there were like two albums i think there was even a second season of the tv show but it lasted like four episodes because that was around the time that i think mikey or not mikey qt had really gotten very very sick um so i think that was 
they just kind of called it quits because I know they were they were gonna call it quits because the show was actually failing um, after the first season. But then because he passed, I think they were or he was passing that they just kind of felt like you know what there's there's nothing that we can really do. We have to kind of just like pull the plug. We're not gonna we're not gonna go on with that. Which I mean, rightfully so. Why would you go on without him? But I just I just like they're just. This movie just feels like a lot. Like, th th this whole thing feels like a lot. It's awesome. It takes me back. But it's also problematic in ways. Again, with the whole movie. Like, th and by the way, the, the, the Bob guy, he disappears from the show. So he's not even in the show as far as I've seen. So they kind of, like, Lou Pearlman him with this group as well. Which makes me wonder. Because, I mean, Lou Pearlman was... We all know what he was now. So it makes me wonder if the Bob character in this film might have had the same tendencies considering the fact that every boy group leaves him and that together ended up leaving him as well. Because if he's not supposed to be the Lou Pearlman character, why did they up and leave him? And he is mentioned in the first couple episodes of the, of the, of the series, but that's kind of pretty much it. Like even the girlfriend comes back for the show. So most of the people who are in the movie come back in the show, like the important characters come back into the show. So why wasn't he brought back into the show unless like the Lou Pearlman situation was getting really, really heavy and they wanted like MTV wanted to distance himself because MTV slash Viacom is good at that. They are good at being like, you know what? We know something's problematic over here, but we just gonna distance ourselves. And I'm not saying that they're the only ones, girl. We all know the big corporations be like that, but I'm just like, this just seems really odd. The whole thing seems odd, but it's just, it's cringy, it's funny, it's but it's also like off-putting because I, I just can't with the with the QT thing. I can't, I can't. I'm glad that he was able to do like at 16, you know, he passed I think at the age of 16. At 16, he did a lot. He did a lot at, at 16. Cause he was actually in the show Baywatch, I think, for a minute too. Like he did some stuff in his in his career. So he was he was out there and to be a survivor and to have like, you know, cancer, leave your body, come back, leave and come back. That is so rough. And I just like I really just tip my hat off to to the person that he was. Cause that's incredible to be 16 and have to put up with all that like 15 14 and you're doing movies and a tv show and you're doing a tour and an album that's a lot on anybody and i just can't imagine him soldiering through that like that at, that at such a young age like what a champion and that's to anybody that's not just him that's to anybody chadwick boseman another one what a freaking champ because a lot of us didn't know that he was sick and i think that's that's another thing that and I, I don't want to say like Please, 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 please understand that when I say sick, I'm not saying it in like some nasty, disgusting way. I don't want anybody thinking that. I'm just saying that he did have an illness. That's what I mean. I'm not, I'm not, I hope no one feels like I'm, I'm like shaming illness. Not at all. I, I, I don't want to illness, illness shame anybody. I think that if you want to work, you should absolutely have the right to work. I just think that people, especially when you're a kid, when you're his age, you know, uh, QT's age, that there should be adults kind of like, and there could be, there could have been some adults behind the scenes saying, can we, can we talk? Like, this is a lot on anyone's body, but you might want to sit some, something out because again, a TV show straight off of a movie set, doing music, doing, you know, performing, all this might be a lot for anybody, but like, even for you, this might be a lot. So he ended up catching pneumonia. I think, I think that's how he ended up, his lungs ended up collapsing. He had breathing problems after a while and it just got really bad for him. And I just, I feel so just just I feel terrible for him I just feel so bad for him but I can't imagine being that young and wanting to live my dreams but having something that could prevent me from living my dream um and I'm just I'm, I'm proud of him for living his dream to the very end and doing hopefully doing hopefully doing what he wanted to do 
at the very end of his life. And it wasn't because of this, that, and the third reasons, but it was because he wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I hope, that that's the legacy that he leaves behind. But um, either way, I think Together was an amusing experience, an amusing project. And um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it lives rent-free in my mind now because now I'm just, now that I've watched it, I'm probably going to finish the first season, but now that I've watched all that <coughs> and I rewatched the movie, I, I'm going to like, yeah, I definitely probably try to bop out some of the songs or whatever. But yeah, I just wanted to take you guys down to, to memory lane of the group together. And yeah, I'm probably going to go listen to some of the music because um, I'm still thinking about that song. <laughs> Rub one out. I'm still like, you guys, I, I laughed so hard last night. I'm so glad I had, I wasn't drinking anything. When I watched this, I'm so glad because I would have just spewed like all over my table or something because that was just so uncalled for. I, I was, I was actually in shock. I was like, wait, what? Did he just say what I thought he said? Oh my God. Like this, that movie was just too much. The movie's too much. It's called Together. You can watch it on uh, um, the whole thing on, on, on YouTube. Um, you probably can watch it on some Viacom streaming service. I don't really care, but you can do that. Um, you can even watch the whole first season pretty much on YouTube as well. So check that out. We're going to talk about some other MTV things in the future because MTV was my childhood. Let's face it. I watched The Real World. I watched Road Rules. I watched Making the Video. I watched Making the Band. I watched Together. I watched... Um, the sorority girl show i watched the first season of that i watched a lot of different things the, the real world road rules challenges i watched those um did i say that right real real world road rules challenges there we go i watched that i was like obsessed with those shows like i like it was bad it was so so bad i was so obsessed with these things i will see you guys later have a great rest of your day night evening afternoon whenever you're listening watching this and i'll see you guys later bye